Hello, boys and girls. Come on now, don't be shy. It's cold outside. Smells like snow. Come sit with us beside the fire and we'll sip hot cocoa and tell stories. What kind of stories, you might ask? Christmas stories, of course. After all, any decent show has a holiday special and we at least try to be decent. We admit the cheerful holiday spirit might not be on brand for us, but one prominent feature of this holiday definitely is Santa Claus. Right about now, veteran listeners might be asking themselves, ladies, are you about to ruin my childhood? And the answer is yes. Well, maybe. If you love believing that Santa Claus is part of Old Norse legends, then probably. On the other hand, you'll be entertained. So, how does Santa fit into a conspiracy theory show? I won't tell you just now, but I will say this. Everything you think you know about Santa could be a lie. Welcome to the official Sage, Skeptic, and Storyteller Holiday Special. Welcome to the Triple S Podcast. I'm Jen. I'm Ellen. And I'm Annette. And today we've got an old legend, a new legend, a made-up legend. We don't know anymore. Our beliefs are cracked. Our world is upside down. This is going to be about Santa Claus. (laughs) So I know, I know some of you guys are laughing along right now out there. And and I get it because I'm also amused right now. (laughs) 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 So Santa Claus. There's more to Santa than He's a jolly old fat man. (laughs) Jolly old fat white dude with a beard. That's what everybody knows about giant red suit big shiny belt buckle or belt with a gold or silver buckle usually gold Mm -hmm. yeah the the big old buckle you know and boots yeah he's got buckles on the boots too i think yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and sometimes you can see him with like a sprig of holly here or a reindeer there's one of them has a bright red nose and flies and which i don't know that song was written about a drunk ass man in a bar. R- Rudolph you know Rudolph what? You did not know that. Yeah, oh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Rain- Reindeer was written about a, a drunk, a, like the, the, a neighborhood drunk in the huh. in the bar. Named That's Rudolph. awesome. <laughs> yeah. However, do you know where the concept of flying reindeer originally came from? Somebody who was smoking crack. Please tell me it was somebody who was smoking crack. <laughs> Almost. It oh. was somebody. <laughs> Somebody on the eastern side of the world who figured that those little red mushrooms with the white dots, the Amanitas, for anybody who knows their mushrooms. Well, you guys, those things are hallucinogenic. Yeah, don't don't eat too many of them. the tales of flying reindeer. (laughs) Reindeer apparently will eat them and and get a little high. Um, Dogs love them, but it'll kill them. And um, humans actually will ferment them into a drink and get high that way um so flying reindeer came from that (laughs) you see those mushrooms in a lot of uh traditional christmas scenes too i think i think those must be like a a symbol i've never noticed that but if that's the truth yeah baby oh, yeah. yeah awesome i mean yeah, yeah get it <laughs> i mean but those red mushrooms that just explains santa claus and there we go we finished the episode thank you for yep, tuning in ladies and gentlemen <laughs> once, again, once again psychedelics are the answer <laughs> yep yes. awesome mm-hmm. i mean obviously there's going to be more to this yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> somebody was high when so, they came up with this yeah there's a couple different theories about santa claus and some of them are much more colorful than others um does anyone want to chime in with their favorite so far oh gosh i don't know oh crap oh Oh, well i guess she asked me a question (laughs) i guess i really i i like the whole idea a lot of people say that you know the current image of santa claus is created by the coca-cola company as a marketing campaign uh, I just oh, feel yeah. like that's really on the nose for capitalism and our society. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, I'm just yeah. like, of course it would be like, that makes mm-hmm. so much sense to me. Of course, 
Saint Nicholas was mm-hmm. a real person, and I think he was in a he he was like two hundred and seventy eighty something like that in the in where Turkey is now. He was from there, and he mm-hmm. is known to have given like presents and uh, taking care of children. And he was a he was a pre a bishop or something. Uh, but okay, I mean, so he's a real dude. Why take such yeah. a good dude? Yeah, you take a good dude and then you make it into a marketing campaign for selling shit. I think that is just mm-hmm. on the nose. You know, yeah, unfortunately, the, it is. The sad thing is, capitalism still could have prevailed without the Santa myth. Because if we're honoring Saint Nicholas, uh, you know, by getting gifts for people, you can still do that and just say the gifts are from who they're from instead of saying they're from Santa. Who delivered them down your chimney magically and not or you can, hard money that they worked hard for. <laughs> or you can do that bullshit thing that our Christian parents used to tell us. And the reason we were getting Christmas presents on Christmas because it was Jesus's birthday, which right. it was that <laughs> experience. Yeah, too. Jesus yeah. wasn't even born in December, yeah. most likely. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a whole myth in itself. And yeah. so many people believe it. Well, I mean, yeah. I guess that's a christmas holiday myth let me ask Uh, you guys like did you believe in santa when you were growing up i i don't remember strongly believing in santa because my parents were christian i think they were more focused on the jesus stuff at the time and i i think they told me they just didn't want to push the santa thing too hard you know and so Hmm. i don't remember being excited about santa but what about you guys i totally believed in santa (laughs) oh yeah totally absolutely 100 percent so Yeah, <laughs> my brother and sister and I snuck after we we went to sleep and we waited for mom and dad to go to sleep. And as soon as they went to bed, we got underneath the tree to wait for Santa. But all oh, three no of way. us fell asleep under the tree. Oh my and gosh! And Santa came anyway. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I have an identical story to that. My sister and I literally climbed under the tree to hide and wait. And when we woke up, there were gifts all around us. Like, we just put them all around. It's hilarious. Your parents were so amused when they saw you. Oh, I can only imagine because if my kids did that, I would have a fucking picnic with that, man. Oh, yeah. Pictures for later. Oh, Absolutely. Oh yeah. So Maybe so even a short funny. video with commentary. Yeah. But like, <laughs> well, we were yeah, totally. Smartphones to whip out and record that. No. Yeah. No. Just Polaroids <laughs> with a flash that totally would have given the whole thing away. Um, <laughs> so so when you, when you, do you remember learning the truth? Do you remember having that mind fuck of, oh, my God, it's Santa's not real? Like. Did you cry? I think I was old enough to where I was already questioning it on my own. And then yeah. like I heard from my friends, like my friends were like, yeah, no. You were already questioning dad existence at that point. So Santa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was questioning everything. And so yeah. I was just kind of like, okay, makes sense. Mm-hmm. I was I was still probably a little bit too young. But I mean, to be fair, considering that like we had grandparents who they loved hoodwinking us anyway. And so we already believed in the magical pumpkin patch and the magical light switch, which are two very fun stories from my childhood. Um, In short, the magical pumpkin patch grew pumpkins that had your name on it. If you whispered to it, which one you wanted. And then they did. So of course we could see the proof and we're like, well, clearly. Yeah. Like all they. So Mm -hmm. basically you just take the flat, side of a buck knife and you carve or or you could take something else that's slightly sharp but pretty dull like a phillips head screwdriver or something like that and you carve the name of the person into the pumpkin when it's still kind of small and then as it grows it scars in the pattern of their name so it looks like the pumpkin is permanently scarred with the name so for a kid to see that they're just like what oh my god it's real you know that is so (laughs) so Oh, I want to do that. Yeah, too. and I do this to my kids too. And and they know what it is. They know that I do it, but I do it anyway just for the fun I of it. I do that with um, bananas sometimes. as a tradition. You can write a message in a banana <laughs> with your fingernail. 
Oh my gosh. Oh, and it turns okay. brown? On the peel, yeah. You just like kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. peel and then it turns brown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's neat. I, I gotta try that yeah. sometime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, can, you can just troll all the bananas in your house by uh, yeah. carving them up. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, so anyway, getting back to this whole Santa thing, I was yes. not prepared to stop believing in Santa, but we did have a mean older kid on the block that just Uh-oh. loved picking on younger kids. And, you know, came down to, you know, that part of the cul-de-sac and she's all like, you know what? Santa's not real. And I'm just like, what a bitch. No, no. <laughs> I know. She was so mean about stuff. Um, but uh, then, of course, I went crying home and is Santa real? And, you know, Aww. once being asked if Santa's real, there are very few parents who'd be like, nope, you keep on believing, you know. <laughs> Don't so. stop believing. No, not my exactly. cousin. My cu- my cousin was <laughs> she was clinging on to her her kids were like teenagers and she was like clinging oh, on. Oh dear to god. Anna. I'm like no no no. It's over. It's over. But yeah, and uh you know, she told when my kids were little, I didn't really want to do the Santa thing, you know, when my when my first kid was a couple years old, I remember talking to my cousin and she was like, "No, dude, you have to push Santa or else your kid is going to tell all the other kids that Santa's not real. And then all those parents are going to hate you. And I was like, Oh my God, you're right. Like I, I have to keep it up for the good of society, I guess, because (laughs) (laughs) it's just, it's just one of those, it's one of those status quo things, I guess, in our society. Like, you know, don't, uh, don't tell a kid that Santa's not real, you know, like that's something an asshole would do. Right. You know, that's just how it is in our society of course it's interesting yeah well, like why 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 do they want us to believe in santa so much when we're kids like what's the reason for that like i guess well, I the traditionally it was like you know santa's watching every move you make so be good and you'll get good presents be bad and you'll get cold they oh don't really you better watch them. out you better yeah. not cry <laughs> you better not pout i'm telling you why a fat man is watching you and won't bring gifts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know what? Um, one of one of my kids actually tailored that song. So it, all it is is you better watch out. You better watch out. You better watch out. You better watch out. <laughs> and it just keeps going. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, the, the whole part where like, he sees you when he's when you're sleeping. He yeah. knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. My daughters listened to that. And like they said, he sees you when you're sleeping. Is he a stalker? It's fucked up, yo. Yeah. Oh my God. So the I, I can the purpose of these kind of myths, like we are not the only culture that has scary stories that they tell their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, in to fact, it's safe. deeply yeah. rooted in Control. Russian culture to scare the absolute crap out of their kids mm-hmm. when it comes to safety stuff. And I think, I think, even though I haven't like researched this for sure, so you know, grain of salt here, people. Um, my suspicion is that these stories have a use to people, um, especially in safe. older times where, like you know, maybe a lot of us were sleeping out in the, in the open in tents, or maybe our houses weren't as secure as they are now. Maybe we had smaller communities that were, you know, more prone to damage from wild creatures. So, you know, they tell stories like there are evil witches in the forest that will eat little children so that they don't go in there and then get eaten by a bear. Um, You know, it's, there there's some kind of a of a purpose for this and and i know for certain that storytelling is wound tightly into the fabric of humanity from the time that humans were humans so i i mean there've been stories from day 1 we've always been trying to explain things via stories like why are we here Control why does this things. thing happen control things yep exactly and that's i think where the conspiracy theory mindset comes in here (laughs) Mm -hmm. so why do we tell people about santa well if you ask some people it's because it's really satan in disguise 
It's because if you switch the letters around in Santa, you'll get Satan. And that's done on purpose, people. That is no yep. coincidence. They put it right out there for everyone to see. Yep. Exactly. And, and this is where I'm jumping off the ship. <laughs> Satan claws. I was with you for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yep. Satan claws. It makes so much um, sense. Yeah. Yeah. Satan so- would have claws, <laughs> wouldn't he? Does that make sense? <laughs> It doesn't at all. But it makes perfect sense. <laughs> I, I, I would have said, yeah. no, like I, Krumpus, maybe. Like Krumpus, you can see like, okay, maybe that could mm-hmm. be attached to Satan and things like that. But Krumpus and Santa Claus are like. Maybe they're all not. the same person. Oh, and we just don't know. Uh-oh. Are you talking about an unholy trinity? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, if uh, there's the the Krampus or Krumpus or I don't even yeah, I don't even know how you pronounce that. I, don't one. I always say I've Krampus. Always said Krampus, but oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Krumpus. I don't know. Yeah. So if it's Krampus and San- Satan Claus, then mm-hmm. who else is then what's the third? Hmm. That oh, that fucking flying reindeer. Yeah, Rudolph. yeah, Rudolph. We're looking at you with your <laughs> satanic red nose. That's right. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the, the unholy trinity of Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who is the also, who is the sun and who is the Holy Spirit? <laughs> doesn't matter. Oh boy. <laughs> doesn't matter. Well, uh, Rudolph would have to be the Holy Spirit because he's the only one who flies. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you on that. And he's like, you know, spirit of Christmas. Yay, flying reindeer. Uh, <laughs> sure, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, the father. I feel like evil is older than good for some reason. Like, all the dark mm. stuff is, like, way in the past. Like, you know, mm-hmm. the Brothers Grimm wrote these horrible fairy tales that we then cleaned up and made more PC. So I'm going to say Krampus is the father uh. and and San- Satan Claus is the son. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This Based fa- on that those, very thin uh, logic, those fairy tales are pretty <laughs> fucked up, right? The original oh, yeah, they ones. Are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, they're they're super super not, messed up, not appropriate <laughs> for kids. Uh, no, the original story no. that Frozen is based off of, like, yeah. is really dark. Really? Ooh. Yeah, it's like the Snow Witch or something it's like that. Snow. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah, I remember reading that story when I was a kid too. <laughs> she oh was God. always really creepy. <laughs> so you got hooked on fucked up literature at a young age. <laughs> oh Explains yeah, so Absolutely. much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yay. I mean, really, it does. Plus, yep. um, you know, my my parents' uh, concept of what was appropriate for me was if it if you're not complaining of nightmares, you can watch it. Mm. <laughs> so. Yep. So you never complained. <laughs> I never complained, and I started watching brutal horror movies at the age of eight. <laughs> oh, that so. is that is so true. By the way, if if any, either of my kids mention that they feel like scared from something, I'm like, that's it. You're never watching scary videos on YouTube again. No more ghost chasing videos. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, but it's Santa. Sa- okay, so Santa Claus. You know, I'll be honest. Like, I'm kind of out of the out of the, the loop with what people tell little kids nowadays with santa claus it's not like it was you know 50 years ago i feel like they were really pushing it back then you know and it was just like what you did and now nowadays people are much more tolerant of other people's beliefs and so i don't Mm -hmm. i don't i mean i don't know but i'm laughing because i don't know if that's true or not yeah i don't know (laughs) I don't know if people these days are more tolerant of other people's beliefs. I'm not okay, sure. That's, shit, that's a good yeah, point. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. That's a good um, point. But yeah, but I, I feel like it's not pushed that hard to like believe in Santa anymore. Like, I can't like, really attest to that because I am yeah. raising my kids in Japan and Japan doesn't believe in Santa. Really? Japan doesn't believe. No, Jap- Japanese people don't really believe in God. They don't believe in Santa. They don't, it's just kind of a fun idea here Wait, so, so do, you, do you guys have christmas yeah well okay so <laughs> yes but it's not like america it's very very different so oh. let me explain here you go 
uh, listeners, let me explain <laughs> to you the uh, Japanese culture of uh, Christmas because it's quite entertaining. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> Christmas is what it is, but it wears no mask. It is a complete consumeristic holiday. And they see Santa as a fun character, as in, you know, a Disney character or something like that. Yeah. Santa's a fun character. And nobody believes that Santa is real or anything like that. They, you know, they just see it as an idea. Like little kids will hear about Santa and they'll believe it in a way that, you know, they believe that, you know, Elsa and Anna are real or Mickey Mouse is do, real. Do you do stockings mm. by the tree or? Okay. So here, I'm getting there. Get in there. Okay. 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 All right. <laughs> yeah. Not every house has Christmas trees. Uh, some do. And they'll put Christmas, uh, they'll put Christmas presents under the tree, but they'll put it out like weeks in advance. Oh, so it looks like, nice. Oh, like it's all yeah. pretty. Yeah. Pretty. And then okay. you have to just, you know, your kids just have to use self-control and not like try to open it. And they, wow. none of my English school students know what the hell to do with a stocking. They have stockings as decorations, but they had no idea that like toys and snacks and things go inside. And so when I showed them pictures, they're like, why is there stuff inside? I said, well, Santa puts presents and candy. And they go, well, Santa doesn't do that at my house. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) oh, no. Uh, Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, mom and dad. (laughs) Then, basically, Christmas Day, nobody goes to church, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, Christmas Day, they all go and get fried chicken, for some odd reason, and a Christmas cake. It's like a birthday cake, but decorated for Christmas. You get a Christmas cake. And, and fried chicken. Fried chicken. Dude, what? Christmas sounds fucking awesome. I know. And you have a party. Oh my God. And you have a, yeah, you have a, you have a, like a, a family party. A lot, right? You get drunk. That's no, awesome. Oh, well, yeah, kind of. But then New Year's where it's like, it's mm. these two, these two holidays are completely reversed because, yeah. you know, in America it's Christmas or, you know, at UK, any of the, you know. Yeah. Any of us who came from the uh, British Empire, yeah, uh, we, you know, we basically look at Christmas as for family, and then we do a countdown and get drunk as fuck for New Year's, right? Mm-hmm. Well, right. It's like the party op- time. It's the opposite. Christmas is party okay. time, and New Year's is quiet with your family. You make these. Th- really? You make these. Yeah, you make these bentos mm. that are yeah. called osechi, yeah. and it's supposed to feed you for the next two days like for january 1st and january 2nd so that you don't have to cook it is your day of rest is you start the year january 1st by doing absolutely nothing well we know what america too but it's because we're hungover well yeah (laughs) yeah <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yeah. Maybe but, everybody else is hungover. I'm yeah. not I'm yeah. not drinking. Yeah, so. A lot of people go to the shrine on New Year's Day to like start their new year with, you know, a blessing or whatever. Uh we are usually hungover at my house. But actually, I can't say we're hungover at our my house because let me explain to you my house. Okay. Neither my husband nor his mother are very religious at all. They don't like grandma goes to the shrine. Tucky, he's like, why am I wasting my money on that? So <laughs> Uh, <laughs> doesn't. And so we have a countdown party at our house the night before. Have a countdown party. But yeah. then, then we sleep and we wake up and we start drinking from the morning. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Drinking. So I can't, I can't say that I experience a hangover during my uh, New Year's holidays because I never mm-hmm. stopped drinking. <laughs> oh my gosh. That sounds like fun. Uh, I'm not gonna great. lie. Yeah, I like. I, the, look, I like the way. I you look forward to it. Oh I love God. it. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, Santa is not a big thing here. It's it's just kind of a story, like a Disney character, or you know, and I, you know, I think that that's where you know, if people are saying it's a it's a conspiracy, it's it's mind control because you're trying to. I guess I should explain the idea behind this before I go on my my tangent. But basically, uh, some people believe that telling these kind of stories to your children 
what it does is it programs you to believe in things and to, you know, and to trust the figures. Yeah, kind. Of, yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't see that as a thing. And I actually think that lying to your kids makes them better at critical thinking because then they're trying to figure out if it's true or not. And then they find out that it's not. And so but, then they learn to question everything is how I feel about you break it. Your trust but is it them. critical thinking? Wouldn't critical thinking skills, couldn't it to somebody in control who has lots of power and is obsessed with keeping that power? Doesn't that look a whole lot like questioning authority? <laughs> Well, but if you're questioning authority, authority, you are using critical thinking, aren't you? Exactly. That's so, what I'm a- so it's teaching. If you tell your kids to believe in Santa, and they're starting to question it, and you're pushing their, you're pushing against it, you're teaching them to dig further and keep questioning. And then you're also so, teaching them don't trust the authority figure. So I think that that is that makes sense to me. And I think that that's true enough. But I don't think that that's something that we do consciously. So Probably this whole conspiracy not, theory I thing do. gives all, all of us way too much credit. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like you are you going to seriously say that for hundreds of years or however the heck long St. Nick and his legends, have, <laughs> his fake legends have uh, permeated our culture and society? Um, are you going to say that that many generations of people consciously were like, we're totally going to program our kids to, to mm-hmm. believe in this. So they'll grow up to question authority. I don't think parents no. have it together on that level. I'm sorry. No, but, no. I, but that's why I don't think that it's, path. but that's why I don't think it's a conspiracy. <laughs> like, I don't see a conspiracy in Santa but, Claus. But it, yeah. it, it is yeah. a way for parents to control their kids or try to control them. It's a tempting thing as a parent to say, don't misbehave because Santa is watching and you might not get as many presents this year. You know, it's that that's a little tool that every parent has. It's manipulation. It, oh, totally. I mean, and I don't recommend it at all. But I'm just saying, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't think there's some big conspiracy, like we're all working together to push this, but it is just yeah. something parents can reach for. And if you're just really being mentally lazy and don't want to you know, talk to your kids, <laughs> then mm-hmm. it's, it's something you can do. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I see that in the same way as I see the tooth fairy or anything else that we yeah. tell our kids, you know, I just, I just I don't, don't think, think it's a big deal. Yeah. But... I don't think people are pushing Santa as much these days as they were like, even when we were kids, you know, like no. <clears throat> 30 years ago, I feel like the Santa thing was, push pretty heavy you know like yeah well and i think kids are wising up now i mean that's just technology social media you know they're gonna find out probably early on from a youtube video that's yeah real you know instead of (laughs) a kid right you know and you always have to like there's so many people who are commenting on things about christmas that are like I don't want to lie to my children like about mm-hmm. Santa Claus and everything like that. I don't want to lie to my children because, you know, it's damaging their psychology, uh, you know, it's damaging their psyche or they're not going to trust me. And it's like, no, because you <laughs> think that's how I, I mean, feel. I don't want to lie to my kids. I don't feel right doing that. You know? Well, you got to lie to my kids all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I lie to my kids all the goddamn time. You yeah. know why? I mean, mom, okay. I'm scared. Is it really going to be okay? Yep. Totally going to be fine. Don't yeah. worry. Mom's yeah. got this covered. You know what? I don't got covered pretty yeah. much anything, guys. <laughs> Nothing. I'm flying by the seat yeah. of my pants. I'm telling this little kid mm-hmm. that it's going to be okay because I want them to calm down and stop screaming so right. that I can figure out feel, the answer to, to the problem. Safe. Totally, totally. Yeah. And I consciously fuck with my kids. <laughs> Just number one, because it's entertaining. Yeah. And number two, because I do actually want to teach them critical thinking skills. So I'll tell them weird stories that sound weird and then just watch them to see what they do. And then they'll be like, that's not true. And I'll be like, you're right. It's not true. Yeah. <laughs> so. oh. But well, yeah, how is it damaging the truth? And once your kids find out that, you know, Santa's not real, then they go, oh, you spent all this time doing this and it was for my enjoyment. It was a lie. But they don't see it that way. <laughs> I didn't see it that way. No, but you know, some, 
Some kids are pissed that their parents lied to them for all those years. You know, I think everyone has a different reaction to that, you know? Yeah. I mean, if you take a kid and that kid has trust issues, obviously you're going to, as a parent, if you know your child and you know that this one kid is super untrusting of anything right out the gate, you're probably not going to fuck with them too much. You're probably going to work more on nurturing them and, you know, making them feel more secure. And maybe Santa Claus is just a fun character to them. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's acceptable. Like we don't have to make them believe it. I, I didn't make my kids believe it. I mean, I didn't make them believe in the tooth fairy either. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just, it's fun. It's a but fun story. What I noticed with my twin, because my my twins, my twins still will say that they believe in Santa. I don't think that they actually do. I think that they mm-hmm. let it continue because they're afraid if they voice the fact that Santa's not real, that the presence will stop. <laughs> they're smart. Yeah, because the way, the I, way I, that I. Oh, sorry. Because <laughs> they trapped me in the Truth Fairy. They absolutely they, oh, yeah. they trapped me, but then. When they realized that I understood that they trapped me too, then they started uh-huh. going, oh yeah, but we believe in the tooth fairy because they were afraid the money yeah. will stop. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, so we're basically just trolling each other at this point. It's <laughs> yeah. kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. Smart, that's excellent. Smart yeah. girl. I mean, the way that I ended up phrasing or framing this for... Um, for my youngest because she was more into it than my son was she was um you know more of a more of a believer and she liked the whole thing because she loves presents so she is you know 100 into this and the way that i framed this um when when she started overhearing her brother and other older kids talk because she's the youngest of five so she's obviously got gonna have other siblings making mistakes and talking too loudly and um, you know, so she was just like, is, is Santa real? And I was like, yes and no. I was like, so Santa, like the big jolly fat guy that has a big, has a sleigh and a reindeer that fly through the sky. I was like, have you ever seen reindeer fly? And she goes, no. I was like, have you ever seen any animal fly? And she goes, no. And I was like, okay. So Santa is like, you know, a fairy tale character, but the spirit of Santa is very real and adults play Santa all the time. Mm-hmm. I was like, and when you get older, you get to be Santa and that's how it works. <laughs> so that's a great way she, of explaining it to a kid. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so basically she's like a Santa in training and now she helps. She'll be like, I want to help pick out other kids presents. I want to help decorate. I want to help do this stuff because she really likes the idea of being a Santa and being like the spirit behind the holiday. Mm-hmm. So that's really neat. You know, I'm glad, I'm glad I thought that up at the last minute. <laughs> I, I was just realizing, I think another reason maybe the Santa thing isn't being pushed as much is because it, we just have so many different types of families now. And, and, you know, 40 years ago, whatever, it, it was a lot more just like the nuclear families and everyone stayed together. Yeah. And now it's like, you know, I'm not going to have my kids on Christmas and that's okay. I don't care. It doesn't matter what day we have it together. But I mean, that's how I feel personally anyway. So, you know, it's not, if I'm going to have Christmas early with my kids, I can't keep up the Santa thing. Oh yeah, sure. Santa came a few days early, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it just doesn't work. Yeah. You know? so it's like no. Santa doesn't yeah. work in 2023 really, but I love how they use him in Japan as just kind of a symbol, a character, yeah. you know, but it, there's no expectation that he's actually there watching you. <laughs> no. That's creepy. No. Right. Yeah, it's yeah that is a little creepy. Yeah. Okay. The government but watching you. I, I really want to deep dive into this whole, like, Santa is Satan thing. I, let's go. <laughs> Assume, okay. Like, of so, course I don't believe this. Saturn. But let's entertain the thought for a moment here. Because if you think about Christians hijacked... Christmas anyway, but uh, mm-hmm. I mean, read your history, ladies and gentlemen, but uh, I'm not going to deep yeah. dive into that area, but right. So if it's yeah. up, all of it's supposed to be about Jesus and then this fat mm-hmm. man comes in and commercializes everything and takes the focus mm-hmm. off of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Maybe he is Uh-oh. Satan. 
maybe he is Satan. Jen, you did a little, <laughs> you did a little research into that, didn't you? Into the Santa Satan theory. Okay, so I had heard about Quote this unquote research. a long time ago because I know I have a personal experience with this one because back a long time ago when I was still really trying to believe in Christian theories because I grew up going to Catholic church, didn't want to disappoint my dear grandparents who, you know, Catholicism was very important to them. But, you know, at some point I just had to call it like I saw it. Um, but when I was trying and searching, I was, I, I thought maybe I just hadn't found the right church. I'll go to different ones and see. And because I went to so many, I ended up listening to a lot of different preachers and different styles. So one time I went to a church and it was around, it was around this time of year. <laughs> and he started talking about how Santa is Satan and you can and and it's spelled you know intentionally so that the letters can be switched around because it's a conspiracy so by modern society to hijack the real Christmas so it's no longer about Jesus and it's always going to be about presents and buying things and trees and all this stuff and then he went on to read the um ever ever famous um, I think it's an Old Testament. I think this is in the Old Testament where they warn against having Christmas trees with the with the red ornaments or something like that. There's oh, I don't there's know don't don't bring the tree into your house because they're talking about the Yule, oh. uh, like how the people of the North celebrated Yule, and sometimes they would have pine tree branches or whole trees that they would bring in and decorate. And um, there was. And I think that at one point, even Emperor Nero was saying that the Christmas tree was a symbol of his penis and the the red balls that went on the tree were supposed to be his balls. So wow. it was supposed to be a very like lewd mm. holiday. His balls are very delicate then. Yeah, they break super. <laughs> yeah, I know. They look a little inflamed. Maybe he should get some ointment for that. Yeah. Um, VD! But. <laughs> <laughs> If your balls are that color, you need to call a urologist. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> so I remember, so it, I'm sure probably everybody's like, I love this lady's inability to quote any kind of scripture. <laughs> it's true, guys. I don't remember that shit. I don't remember like the specific <laughs> verses and the numbers and all that. It oh, just leaves my oh, brain. Hold on. Okay. I'm on it. Oh, she found it. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Uh, Jeremiah 10, 3, 3 through 4, stating, For the practices of the people are worthless. They cut a tree out of the forest, and a craftsman shapes it with his chisel. They adorn it with silver and gold. They fasten it with hammer and nails so it will not totter. Huh, that's a Christmas tree. Yeah, mm -hmm. That's Old yep. Testament, though. Yeah. So. Yep, see... I knew which part of the Bible it was in. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know the name or the number, but I've read through that book three separate times front to back. I'm sorry. <laughs> and people that follow the Old Testament literally, are you kidding me? Why would you want to make your life that hard? <laughs> <laughs> well, the Old Testament's just made up of a bunch of stolen poetry from the Middle East anyway. <laughs> it was it was I mean, uh. what's really ironic about the Old Testament to me is that it was kidnapped by a bunch of Europeans brought to into what is now Mediterranean Europe and <clears throat> now present day followers of this religion are absolutely racist asshats to yeah. the very same culture from which their book originated. Mm -hmm. What? <laughs> like it's wild. Well, yeah, it is wild. Yeah. And but there there is historical context to say, you know, the most accurately translated book in all of history is the Torah. Hmm. Because they, they hand wrote and copied mm -hmm. word for word, character for character from the Torah to another one. And so it was yeah. very well preserved. And the, there's 
hardly any changes over a vast period of time. So I think, you know, and I think of the Torah mostly, it's very historical in nature. And does it mention Santa Claus at all? Uh, No. Okay. Didn't think not. So. Not that I am aware huh. of. A jolly <laughs> man it. in a red suit. Probably but, talks about. And Monica, that red though. suit, by the way, technically created. Mm. I mean, Coca Cola. We went there earlier. They created the suit. Yes, ma'am. But not the red. Originally, Santa wore a a lot of different outfits. He could have been elf like. He could have been looking like a gnome. He could have had you know been wearing green or white. Or red or other colors as well. Um, and had horns but... and a pointy tail. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So mm-hmm. while so the whole Coca-Cola conspiracy theory about how they created Santa Claus, technically it's a myth because Santa was known to wear red and white robes before that time. And he did there were already depictions of him. So it's not like they created it from scratch. Yeah, Saint Nicholas but... was a real dude. He was a real yeah. dude. Yeah. But Coca-Cola pushed yeah. it. I mean, they, yeah. Yeah, they heavily influenced what we know as present-day Santa. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? You want to know what's really funny is wow. if you ask Japanese kids where Santa lives, they say Canada. Oh. <laughs> no Well, way. that is the north. <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> Santa lives in Canada, yeah. Canada or Finland, not North Pole. The, nobody, <clears throat> nobody gets the North Pole. It's either Finland or Canada. Oh. Yeah, it's they're really like funny. nobody could live there <laughs> that is so funny <laughs> that's amazing i love it oh uh, but no. yeah so satan claus satan claus just no. yeah so i personally heard this in a in a as a part of a sermon then just just out of curiosity to see if i could find any references at all to this on the internet I did find um, an article, Santa is Satan. Um, It was written March 2023, and it features a a preacher from Australia that was talking about how Santa is Satan for real, actually Satan, and (laughs) um, allegedly he's here to promote homosexuality sodomy and a culture that erases the human nature of man now um and this is according wow. to the australian israeli and jewish affairs council mm-hmm. this is on their website and um his source that he cites as proof of this is a tv series on disney plus yes the santa clauses wow yeah Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But, so we can mm-hmm. we can probably scratch that theory off, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and probably, Santa is and, probably not Satan. I am gonna mention that he is an Islamic preacher, so they're not really into the whole idea of of Christmas and San, uh, Santa Claus either. So mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't surprise right. me, given the source, that that would be the takeaway. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this is to to clarify this is not a Christian yeah. preacher. This is a Muslim preacher for those of you who are going to, you know, who might be assuming that we're talking about a Christian preacher, but we're not. Yeah. Um this is yeah. from a different uh, yeah. different religion here. So apparently this transcends religion. This belief that Santa is actually Satan is not only a Christian thing. It could be a Jewish and a Muslim thing as well. Um, designed to, you know, promote different ideals. So to them, it's homosexuality and sodomy. And to to How? Christians, it's the erasure of Jesus. Huh? Okay, so. How is he promoting sodomy? Does it have something to do with the chimney? I just don't see how they can relate that. (laughs) You know, the stockings. Oh, hey. Okay. Santa's going to go down your chimney this Christmas. (laughs) The tree is a penis. Okay. 
Okay, okay. I'm not sure about the homosexuality part yeah. here. Actually, this would be kind of a cool Christmas if we had all these traditions, you know, the tree represents a penis. That'd be, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I think I know where he's going with this because if the if the show is on Disney Plus and Disney has been recently accused of pushing mm. what agenda? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the gay agenda. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's really <laughs> more of where this is going. God. So silly. Yes. Because all okay. The Once again, we're blaming and... Disney for all the gays. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I, 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 re- I, I refute the Satan uh, conspiracy, and I raise you behind me. <laughs> I raise you the conspiracy that Santa Claus is a construct made by corporations and the government to mm. keep us in a mm. consumer mm. mood. And because what is the day mm. after Thanksgiving? Black, Black Friday. Friday. Is it Black Friday? Because the and companies what's the are- And after that? Cyber Monday. Well, <laughs> now. But like, yeah. it's been Black Friday for a long time. And why is it called Black Friday? It's because your company, the companies are operating in the red in their budgets. Mm. And then the day after Thanksgiving, when everybody starts Christmas shopping, that's when you go into the black. The black. That's yeah. when you you start making a profit. Oh, I never knew that's why yeah. I was called that. Yeah. Oh, okay. yep. That is. That's why. I, I've definitely yeah. cut back on my Black Friday shopping, but, uh, you know, let's say like 10 years ago, whew, I was I was way into consumerism, you know, trying to get stuff on sale. Now I'm like trying to get rid of stuff that I don't need, you know, and only buy something if I mm-hmm. truly, truly need it. But <clears throat> it's so easy to get sucked into that consumerism mindset, especially when you have kids and you're like, but if you create oh, get them all this stuff. If you mm. if you create a character such as Santa Claus and you mm-hmm. make it into the fabric you weave it into the fabric of society as a cultural thing that everybody does. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then they perpetuate and then the next generation perpetuates and then the next generation pe- perpetuates. You are guaranteeing that during yeah. this season people are going to keep spending a lot of money. Mm-hmm. If they I mean, did away I'm with the sure. idea of Santa Claus it gets kids to fear authority figures too. I think Santa to them is kind of an authority figure. You know, he decides if you're good or bad, if you get coal or, or gifts. But if, and, but so, if you don't, yeah. if you don't tell your children about Santa, then aren't you going to like, I I feel like if you make your kids believe in Santa, you're buying more presents. Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe. Because yeah. there's the presents from you as a parent and then there's the, Santa's presence. So yes. if you're, yeah. So just the fact that there is this character Santa mm-hmm. causes and you shopping. to spend more money. Yep. Makes sense. Yeah. If we were that, just, if that Christmas depends on how you about, celebrate. Well, right. Yeah. If Christmas is just about spending time with the family and giving each other gifts, that, you know, you're still buying a lot of but gifts. But we're talking about but, what the narrative of but, Santa Claus right, is. Right. Right. When you push Santa, that mm-hmm. adds to the shopping, that adds to the credit card debt. Because don't yeah. you feel like society really pushes Santa? Yeah, he's everywhere. Mm, I mean, yes and no. But then again, like, I haven't watched traditional television for over a decade. <laughs> um, no, I, 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 I know, I, I know. I don't, I don't know what people are doing with their really young kids nowadays, you know? Like, I'm not pushing the Santa thing because my kids are old enough now that they're kind of like, meh, whatever. We, we know what's going on. But, you know... Yeah, I, I don't know how strongly it's it's, you know, still pushed. What are the commercials on TV right now? State Farm. I actually don't know. <laughs> well, you, know you don't. Yeah, you don't really. Watch I, don't, TV, I actually but... have no idea. I'm, so I'm this not... is why I'm maybe I'm not the right person yeah. here. <laughs> like kids shows, kids shows. What kind of commercials are being run during? I and I don't know because I'm not in the states right now. This is my as a as somebody who has studied psychology, like child child psychology. I posit the question, what co- types of advertising are being shown oh, during children's show? Yeah. But toys. who is, who is pushing that right now? Like, is it all, is it all Christmas and Santa Amazon, Claus? Walmart, Target. <laughs> but what are the, com- <laughs> but what are the commercials? Are they, are they Santa Claus? Are they centered around Santa Claus? Mm, no. 
I don't think so. What do you think, Jen? I, I yeah, I don't, I don't think um, I, don't, I don't think he's like. Well, I can prevalent. I can talk about like print ads and billboards. Uh, like oh. print ads and billboards, like mm-hmm. those usually have things like red ribbons or like holly or um, the Christmas theme like, is still very alive. But, yeah, like but, the colors and um, remember when we were extraneous kids, stuff. We'd go to the mall and sit on Santa's lap, and your parents would take a picture. Yeah, do people still yeah. do that? I don't know if they still do that after the pandemic, especially. No, they do. Do they? Some some people yeah. do actually still do that, um, and some people don't. It depends on depends on if you can afford it or not because it's getting downright unaffordable for a lot of families to keep carrying on a lot of these traditions. So Mm -hmm. not as many people do it just because of affordability, but um, if you want to talk about traumatizing kids, making them believe in Santa Claus is one thing, having them sit on a strange man's lap for a picture. That's yeah. Yeah. Traumatic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's and that was Yeah, a, some kids don't like that. That was a What was even more traumatic experience. was the very first year that I went to go and get my my very first child's picture with Santa. So this is like, you know, first time mom moment. Um get in there, go sit down. Kids fine, he's happy. Get our pictures. Um then we leave and as we're leaving, we saw a couple of dudes running like they were like wearing black and they were running like full tilt running into the rest of the mall. And I was like, Oh, that that's weird. I, I, I didn't like, you know, Chris it's, it was Christmas time. I was like, geez, power shopping much. Like I really didn't think a whole lot of it or like maybe they're late for something. Cause there were like, you know, like there was an eye clinic in there too, you know, for glasses and stuff like that. So I was like, ah, whatever. Didn't think much of it. Yeah. Got home, turn on the news. There was a shooting at that mall. (gasps) (laughs) So, yeah. And I just got like blown by probably by those people on the, on my way out the mall and yeah, with my kid and, and that set a really sour note for the next year. (laughs) The mall, the mall used to be such a big like experience, you know, like in the nineties, I feel Mm -hmm. like you go as as a family, you'd go to the mall, you'd go see Santa at the mall when you were a kid. It's less like that. Now we're all shopping online and you can email Santa and follow his sled on that app that they have, you know, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, NORAD. Yep. They've NORAD. They've, yeah. They've made it easy for parents to hold up the myth, you know? Oh, here's an app showing where Santa is. You know, they just have to do their little part of putting the presents out while the kid is asleep. And then if they can uphold their end of the bargain, then they're meeting oh, the contract. Corinne and Layla, okay, again, crack me up. I showed them the NORAD app with Santa Claus. And mm-hmm. he was traveling kind of close to Japan and they've been on an airplane. They've, they've flown, you know, and they were like, there's no way he went from here to here in that short amount of time. <laughs> You're like, nope. Santa, he's magical. Yeah. Well, it's, and it's then, awesome. they, yeah, they, now. <laughs> yeah they, they, they asked me, they were like, mom, to travel to every single place in this entire world. How fast would you have to be traveling? And he gets out of his sled too, because he has to put the presents under the tree, right? Yeah. So how fast would Santa have to be traveling? And I'm like, he'd have to be the Flash. <laughs> like, yeah, you don't, you don't. Yeah, I'm not sure one could calculate that you know exactly. What? You guys, you guys, <laughs> you might be right about the building critical thinking skills because it does kind of put a seed in kids brains they're like wait a minute that doesn't make any sense that can't be right it's a mystery to be solved Mm -hmm. it is it's like a mystery of Mm -hmm. life it's kind of it's almost like an initiation it's a ritual in our society that age where you don't believe in santa anymore so i don't know is it a good thing to keep that tradition though is it helping us as a society I just look at it, you know, of course, I don't believe in any of the conspiracies about Christmas and Santa because I don't Satan really, claws. you know, Satan Claus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I think it, I think it's just a tradition. I think that, you know, we had it when we were a kid. We we had fun with it. 
most of us, some of us were traumatized mm-hmm. and I'm probably the people who are traumatized don't do it to their kids, you know, right. but like yeah. if you enjoyed it and you saw it as fun, then you kind of want to create that for your kids. Oh, because, let's not even mention yeah. Elf on the Shelf. I don't do that shit. That can just fucking die. Yeah. <laughs> that little bastard. No. See, the only thing that that's Why? useful for is you 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 make it eat the tooth fairy and then you're out of doing tooth fairy <laughs> stuff. You never have to do it again. The people who do this, I, I you know what? I'm I'm sorry if I offend anybody by saying this. You're but the, the people not really. But <laughs> the people who do this are like the old housewives that were taking ADHD medication to be like high <laughs> all day and get everything done. Okay. Like these are the type of people who yes. do this nonsensical shit that is elf on a oh shelf. Oh my god. How do I you know? How do you have that much energy? I know. Why don't we my have I don't elf? even know. I'm like, ugh. My my daughter recently asked me if we could get an elf on the shelf, and I was like, I don't want to clean up that kind of mess. I was like, besides, you'd never invite fairies into your house. They're liars and tricksters. <laughs> and she's like, it's not a fairy, it's an elf. And I'm like, all right, fair. But still, I don't want to clean up after it. I was like, I'll get a snoop on the stoop instead with Martha. Yeah. And I was I was like, he's lazier. <laughs> he's not going to make a mess. He's just going to sit around. And she's like, that's not very fun. And I'm like, well, elf on the shelf isn't very fun to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Why, the elf on the shelf is always doing really naughty things, though. Right. Like, I don't thing. like precedent. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. Why are you trying to say that if Santa, somebody. Know, it, it reports back to Santa or some shit like that. No. Somebody explain this logic to me. Because I don't got it. Okay. What is logical about having this little elf that's doing bad things in your house, Mm -hmm. but elves are supposed to be Santa's helpers. And you're telling Mm -hmm. your kids that if you do bad things, that you don't get presents. Yeah. Then you beat the elf into submission and show it. (laughs) Because adults show it in a box. <laughs> it's and then it becomes uh and then it becomes um oh crap my brain's gonna freeze yep just Losing cremate it every year it does all this bad yeah. things and then you know for christmas really you know sacrifice it oh. to I, krampus I, rem- I remember it's gonna be schrodinger's elf on the shelf if it's in a, in a box <laughs> yes. yes as it long as the alive, box is it could be dead but that's only if the box is like not Mm. yeah so put it in a cardboard box so nobody's and then it could be schrodinger's elf on the shelf (laughs) yeah and then you unwrap him on christmas day and find out if he's alive or dead i mean we invented that tradition when did that i like this one i I might get an elf on the shelf (laughs) it came out what 10 years ago maybe or something like that yeah it's pretty new it's pretty new yeah yeah it's fairly new my sister has one now. She just got oh, one this year. And no. I was like, oh, God. Like, Why no. do you do that I, to yourself? I know. Exactly. It's just a, it just becomes a Well, task. she she just makes tiny little messes with it. Like, the other day, she um, put a clear drinking glass. She sat it inside of a clear drinking glass and put a little Hershey's Kiss in the drinking glass and, and, clay, and like, put a roll of toilet paper next to him and, you know, made it look like he crapped in the glass. Oh. <laughs> like... So, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I don't have time for that shit. I don't I don't have any interest. Yeah, but that's great if people want to do that for their kids. I mean, but you're ruining it for the rest of us, lazy moms. <laughs> or I don't know. Maybe we're taking the wrong attitude on this. And I say this very few times because I like to think I'm right very often. But um, maybe we're taking the wrong tack on this one because why should we set, why should we hold ourselves to the same standards that other people hold themselves to? Does that not make no, sense? No, I'm not holding myself to the standards. I'm mm-hmm. just saying that they remind me of the housewives that were taking the ADHD medications <laughs> to get everything done. No, that's fair. Uh, they yeah, do that's... remind me of that. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just yeah. saying, I, li- I literally don't understand why you're doing that. It's like they just had to yeah. keep adding things to these holidays, these traditions. Christmas just became bigger and bigger, more gifts, bigger gifts, more. more and yeah. Now it's like the entire week at school is like every fucking day is like Grinch pajama day yeah. and spirit day. 
I don't remember going that hard when we were kids. No. Like, I think it's just. I just went today. Yeah. Because of because of the Christmas week and the fact that there is going to be, you know, parties for the last few days of this week and there's really no classwork being done at all. Me and one of the other moms on the street literally just got done going to the grocery store and dropping five hundred dollars to get snacks for four different classrooms because nobody else other parents there's only like one or two other parents that are even participating in snacks for these kids you know parties and stuff like that and it's falling on to other people to do it some people are just exhausted they can't afford it they like it's gone to the point where like you know very few people are able to do it and I was not even the majority of that expenditure because I could barely afford to do that um like I I just I don't why are snacks <laughs> necessary in the first place? Like I, mean, I don't, I don't know. But well, kids like, for the much. littler kids. Um. Well, yeah. The, that's the thing is like the lunches that they serve are pretty small. Um, they clearly don't like this is an underfunded um area, so the lunches are small. They're not the greatest quality. Um, they don't have enough classroom funds to buy snacks. Like there are a lot of uh, school districts out there that get funded well enough that the teachers have a, like a, a monthly classroom budget and they can buy snacks for kids. And because of the rules, like no peanuts, everything has to be packaged. It's, you know, you basically have to buy snack packs and, and stuff that comes prepackaged for kids. Otherwise, you're breaking the rules. Like, you can't bring fresh fruits and vegetables. You can't bring you're not allowed um, to have things snacks that you made from home. In Japan. Oh, wow. Oh, really? The no. parties are focused around the snacks in the U.S. practically. It's like, yeah, they're That's all just insane. Yeah. I know. Like, you yeah. You, even you on a daily. Homemade stuff. No, no. It, Christmas parties in in Japanese classrooms are basically like they make a game and play it. Like, yeah, yeah. In no, this there's... particular area, the snacks and um, school lunches and school breakfasts become very important because there are a number of kids that go to school there that they do not get regular meals. Yeah. See, this is a different conversation that we need to have because. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in Japan, every kid eats the same lunch, and lunch is provided by the schools. There, it's a mm-hmm. small fee uh, yeah, for the parents, and it's good food that's made at the school. Nothing prepared, nothing frozen. It's very healthy. <laughs> okay, we're on a tangent, though. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're over an hour. We yeah, wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's why you know it becomes crucial that there's snacks in the classroom and that you know and and any holiday party in any school they're gonna probably feature some kind of snack and some kind of movie and some kind of or like some activities of some kind right. and it's just the whole and, thing. Yeah. Oh wow. So I would agree it's that Christmas the commercialization is- of yeah. of this entire season has gone way off kilter. It's just unhinged at this point that i can agree with it feels it's untenable it feels like late stage capitalism at this point in some ways oh yeah it's crumbling we're seeing the cracks we're seeing how it's like we are yeah it the death rattle is here we can hear it (gasps) it's there there was never a system that could succeed forever because it's based off continual growth how do you have continual growth you have to keep growing your population and I'm sorry. You, know, you can't have record can't. profits every fucking year. I'm sorry. No. At what point do you just say, no. I think you have enough, you know? Like, billionaires yeah. are an unnatural thing. But anyway. Yeah. Ah, so, fuck consumerism. <laughs> but I'm trying to get into the holiday spirit a little bit lately. And uh, I went up to Chicago last weekend, and they have the city all decorated, and it feels really nice. And Aww. so, you know, oh, it's, it's like, yeah. I, 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 like, I like some aspects of it. I also work in a mall for a long time so christmas music just kind of uh, i can't mm-hmm. handle it gives me ptsd Uh-oh. yeah mariah carey's coming yeah i know yeah she's she's, <laughs> she's thought out okay she thought, she thought out after thanksgiving <laughs> yeah not appropriate for this podcast 
I'll tell you a joke I have about that song later. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited. (laughs) So, uh, thank you guys, everybody, Uh, all these. Oh, yeah. Quick programming note. Quick programming note. Um, Oh, yeah. So we are going to be getting together with the boys from Semi-Skeptic Podcast. Uh, and yep. we're going to be covering a very interesting topic. And so that will be coming out in the near future. And yeah. they will be posting it mm-hmm. on their podcast. And so we're really looking mm-hmm. forward to getting together with them and uh, yeah. chatting yeah. about this interesting subject. So please, please, please oh, listen yeah. to that episode. Mm-hmm. If you guys like the mother of all origination stories for the human species, you guys are going to want to tune in Ooh. to listen be to good. this one. Because it's pretty fascinating. I have to admit that as I'm a fence sitter a lot of the time and I put one foot in the skeptic zone and one foot in the sage zone and I just like to see the whole thing from every angle because I'm the storyteller. Mm -hmm. This one is really captivating. There's a lot of just really, it's just great, you guys. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's, it's gonna be gonna good. Love it. Come check us out there, please. Yeah, and check out uh, yeah. the semi semi skeptic uh, podcast as well because they're pretty awesome. They're two uh, British blokes, and they're absolutely hilarious to listen to. So, and we're gonna crash their show with yes, estrogen. Yes, we are absolutely. So, <laughs> anyway, thank you all for listening. Thank we you. had a blast preparing Satan Claus for you. And I hope that all you guys have an amazing holiday that maybe you spend a little less on this year. Let's just make that a trend. Yeah. Non-competing. Anyway, thanks again. And I don't even know what I'm saying right now. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye. Bye.